Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Welcome to another episode of the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right. And we are here to give you our takes and reviews on the latest and some old movies and television shows. How's it going, my brother? I mean, I'm doing all right, man. I just had some random shit happen to me this week, though, man. It's been, it's been one of those crazy and like, all right, right. So first of all, my fucking truck broke down again, right? Damn. So, yeah. So, it would end up being a starter, right? So, they put a new starter in it. And so, I go out. Let me see. They put a new starter in it at Friday. So, I drove it that Monday. Mm-hmm. So, that Monday was cool. But then that Tuesday, it shut off on Well, not shut off on me, but, like, it wouldn't start. Yeah. So, I tell the dude, dude, come out. And uh, he come out with a long-ass screwdriver, right? So he goes up under the truck. He was on the phone with the mechanic. He was telling him because there's, like, four bolts. But, like, there's two at the bottom, a positive and a negative on the starter. So he put the, he told me to, to leave the ignition switch on, and he got the screwdriver and touched it, and that got the thing started, right? So then they had to put another starter in it. So now it's running. But a whole other thing. So I'm out there. It was it was uh it was Tuesday after I got it uh after I got it running because I left it running all day. So I'm at a I'm at a stoplight and there's a turning lane on the left side of me. So so I'm sitting there waiting for the light to turn green and shit. So the turn sitting the light come on. A guy purposely rolls down one window and says, Fuck FedEx. <laughs> like <laughs> So I'm like, okay. So I get back to my podcast. All right. So Thursday. Now, this is the one that pissed me off, but I'm going to tell you what happened to me ain't what pissed me off. It's the other thing that pissed me off. So it's the same situation. I'm at a stoplight. The turning lane is on the left side of me. And so I pull up on this damn, uh, I pull up on this Jeep. One of those Jeep Wranglers, one of them big Jeep Wranglers. They got the big wheels on it. Scoots, one of the hardest Jeep Wranglers I've ever seen. This motherfucker was white, black, and red. They had Voorhees on that bitch. So it was like a Jason fucking theme Jeep Wrangler. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this thing is bad. All right. So they light turn green, my light still red. The Jeep pulls up on me. And these motherfuckers say, nigger, robot. I'm like, well, I mean, he was in the Jason <laughs> <Burgess> <laughs> <Jeep>. <laughs> <laughs> You really can't be mad, man. You, that was, and, you should have expected that. And I'm sitting here like, man, I fuck with that Jeep, man. Like, <laughs> 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 hey, man, let me tell you this one time, right? This one time, man, we was all out. And we was uh we got a little spot called the Oregon, and it's like a little like strip where like clubs and stores and stuff is, and it's like 
a real big part of our nightlife here in Dayton. And so one time we was down there, we was in like high school. And uh, we was walking and I was talking to one of my homegirls, but I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at her and I accidentally bumped this dude. And I was like, oh, my fault, man. And he got mad and called me a nigger. <laughs> I just looked at him. I shrugged my shoulder. I was like, well, you got a point. <laughs> and walked off. He was so lost. <laughs> he was so lost, bro. He was like, he just looked at me like, the fuck? <laughs> and walked off. I was like, yeah, I had jokes on you, stupid. Yeah, that's not the reaction I was looking for. But yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, I was sitting here, I was sitting here like, I ain't, it ain't even, it ain't even the fact that just a random white dude just yelled out nigger at me. I'm like, yo, why it had to be the people in the Jason Jeep, man? I like, man, I fuck with Jason. Like, Jason's my guy. Like, man, I really love that Jeep, man. And like, they just hit me with it, man. So it's been, it's been a strange week, man. But like, I've reached the point where like, yo, like, that type of shit don't bother me no more. I was more upset of like, yo, like, we really the fan of the same guy, man. He just gonna hit me with that. Like, come on, man. I fucks with Jason, man. Like, so that's just one of those things, man. But how you doing, man? How was your week, man? Um, my week was great, brother. I have no complaints, man. Um I think I already told you, you know what I'm saying? I got me a camera now. Yep. Um, so you know what I'm saying? I had to go buy a new tripod, found me a great tripod at Best Buy for um ten dollars more than what i bought the old one for and that was like a super cheaply built ipod i mean ipod tripod but the new one i got is pretty dope and i found this real nice ass um clamp that goes on to the phone so you could put it on the tripod and shit so mm-hmm. excuse me um yeah i found one of them yesterday i went to best buy I walked in that mug and I went to the line, and the lady was like, weren't you here, like, two days ago? I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, what did you do? And she was like, what do you, she said, what are you buying all this stuff for? I was like, I make content. She was like, oh, she was like, what kind of content you make? So I tell them everything, and then I got the OnlyFans, and she started laughing. She was like, OnlyFans? I was like, yeah. I said, it's not what you think, though. I was like, yeah. I said, it's not what you think. I said, it's like, uh, I said, it's like Playboy. And she was like. Oh, okay, okay. She was like, I thought she was out here getting freaky dicky. I started rolling. I was like, nah, <laughs> man. I was I just buy this stuff. You know what I'm saying? I said, plus, I said I travel a lot when I do some uh, some of the content, so I gotta make sure I got stuff that I can take with me and move around. She was like, Oh, okay. So she was telling me she do content and stuff too. So we switched Instagrams and YouTubes and stuff, and it was pretty good, man. I, I ain't had no complaints. I cut some grass today and that's about it, bro. Man, I feel you, man. We already had the grass cutting conversation on, yeah, you know what I'm offline, but uh, but yeah, man, it's been um, the thing about it, like it's been going in and out with the with the heat, man. Like it was, it wasn't too bad early in the week, but then it got back hot again, man. Yo, did you see that video of the UPS dude in Arizona? Mm-mm. Yo, man, so. And this is why I be trying to tell people, like, yo, y'all got to understand, like, man, we could be out here dying, man, trying to get y'all, y'all package and y'all yeah, rolling true. past us saying, fuck FedEx. But, um, so, <laughs> so, so, dude is walking to the, uh, they had a ring camera and you mm-hmm. can see, like, he's kind of like, kind of staggering to the door. And mm-hmm. so he goes and he sets the package down and my man just fell over. He mm-hmm. fainted. And so, like, he was down. He was down for, like, he wasn't down for the count, man. He was only down for about, like, five about five to eight seconds. And then, like, but when he fell, like, his fingers was kind of, like, 
like, you know what I'm saying? Like a motherfucker was, you know what I'm saying? Like having a stroke or something. Like they was kind of like all, you know, all kind of crazy. Yeah. And so then like, but the wild part is like when he finally got up, he still remembered to ring their doorbell. Like he ringed their doorbell and then he like staggered back to the, you couldn't see the truck because the truck must've been on the road. He must've didn't go like pull into the driveway. But like, yo man, like y'all out here, I mean, I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, maybe, you know, in some extreme cases, man, it's a little different, but man, you got to stay hydrated out here, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think one of the biggest mistakes that some people make, I mean, veterans wouldn't make this mistake. I mean, I've been doing this shit, you know what I'm saying, going on 14 years. So it's like, well, at least just at FedEx, I've been driving for a long time. But like, Fucking Coca-Cola and all that shit. That ain't doing nothing for you, man. Y'all got to drink water about this bitch, man. Water and, like, Gatorade and, like, body armor, like, that type of shit to actually hydrate you, man, because, I mean, man, it was a tough watch, man, because it's like, yo, I know what this dude is going through. They said that it was 113 that day, but they said that, you know what I'm saying, the back of his truck was probably estimated at, like, 120 degrees. I be telling everybody, yo, the back of our trucks are fucking heat boxes, and it's hot as fuck, and... It was it was disturbing to watch because it's just like yo like I do this shit like every day so it's like I know exactly what my man is going through so it's been um it's been wild man and um you know shout out to you know what I'm saying the FedEx UPS drivers you know what I'm saying out here and Amazon and DHL everybody out here delivering these packages man I gotta stay hydrated out here yeah that's true that is definitely true that's what I do all day at work man I I drink at least almost two to three i try to get two to three gallons in but i usually get around like one and a half two sometimes i get two and a half but <clears throat> you got to keep that water man you got to keep that water in you and i wear a hoodie to work too so you know what i'm saying i'll be out here going crazy. I, I cut the grass in the hood oh man that's crazy hey man i'll be out here working <laughs> that heat shit for the week you know what i mean i'll be letting people know that shit is all mental for me at least Everybody else, y'all keep your asses hydrated. Make sure y'all wearing some shit that, you know what I'm saying, y'all don't get too hot in. Everybody ain't built like that. But um, that shit is crazy, though. But uh, speaking of delivery, guys, so a guy at, um, was it UPS? Is it, I think it was UPS. This nigga had uh, uh, made a post on Snapchat and was like, uh, man, whoever – you know what I'm saying? One on the sneaker app, congratulations. But now you got to get through me. And then he posted his badge. <laughs> <laughs> he posted his badge with his picture on it and scribbled everything out except his name. Bro, that shit had me rolling all day, bro. Can you imagine, man? You get your shit. You know what I'm saying? You've been losing for like four months straight. And you finally get a win. And the delivery man sent you a snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness man hey bro i'll be on the porch waiting on that motherfucker man like <laughs> <laughs> fuck you mean i gotta go to you i take you and everything in that goddamn truck man you better give me my shoes motherfucker <laughs> Man, that shit had me rolling all day today, bro. That shit made me laugh hard as hell, man. I seen that shit, bro. I couldn't do nothing but laugh. I was like, hell nah. That shit, that's terror right there, man. To see some shit like that, that, that'll break your heart. That's hilarious. 
Oh man, but um, man, you know what I'm saying. Let's let's get into one of the best segments. You know what I'm saying on the show, man. That good old what we watching. What you got for me, brother? All right, so I got two today, man. I got mm-hmm. two today. One I was very excited about. I get into that last, but one of them, man, it had a slow start, slow burn in the beginning, but that shit ended up picking up, man, big time. So it's a uh, it's an FX show. You can watch it on Hulu. Everybody know FX, Hulu, same thing. But the old man, you know what I'm saying, with Jeff Bridges, man, and Amy um, Brenneman. Yo, so real quick, Amy Brenneman used to have a show back in the day called uh, Judging Amy, right? Had had uh, had our guy Richard T. Jones on that joint. He was like her bailiff, and she was a judge. Yo, I used to have the biggest crush on her back in the day when I was in high school. But that's a whole other thing. So, mm-hmm. man, basically what it is, like, like once you get to the towards the end, you start figuring out like what's going on. But my man, like he, uh, like he worked for the government, and he ended up, um, he was supposed to have been. I don't know if he was supposed to have been protecting this guy, like this guy from like Iran, Iraq, like one of those uh, countries out in there. And he ended up, uh, they haven't shown us exactly what happened to the husband guy yet, but um, but he ended up leaving with the uh, with my man's wife and ended up having a kid with her. And like, they've been living on the run for like decades. And so the wife has died. And the daughter now works for the uh, FBI. And he is, um, so like things from his past and why he's been living on a run, like everything is starting to like close in on him. So he's like this trained Ackerman from back in the day. Now he's fucking people up at fucking 70 years old and shit. That's the one thing that sucks. It's like, yo, you ain't gonna tell me this fucking 75 year old man is out here, like, they can't kill this dude. Like, come on. Like, I know there's some good shape older guys out here, but ain't no way in hell this dude is getting out of some of these situations that he's getting out of. But it's like I said, it's a slow burn, like the first two episodes, but that shit really picks up. So the old man on um FX, FX slash Hulu. Okay. So the other one that I got for y'all, you know what I'm saying? Mass Appeal Productions. You know what I'm saying? Directed by Nasir Jones. Nice. You know what I'm saying? The Supreme Team. You know oh, don't do me like oh, that. I ain't got time, to man. I wanted to see that mug bad, man. Yo, man. You know what I'm saying? Kenneth McGriff. Well, Kenneth Supreme McGriff mm-hmm. and Gerald Prince Miller, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all heard about these guys being referenced forever. Um, You know, this is right up my alley. You know, he was able to get uh, phone interviews with uh, with Preem and with um, uh, and with uh, Prince. The one dope thing is he had an interview, Nas, because Nas doing the interviews. And, like, Nas interviewed LL Cool J. And I thought it was interesting. I was like, I don't know why they're using LL Cool J. And they get you right off the rip, right? So yeah. they was like, yo, we want to show you something. So I don't know if y'all ever seen this American Gangster. I watched this American Gangster on um on um on Prime. So there's this birthday party. I think the birthday party was actually for Prince, if I'm not mistaken. And like, man, they had Melly Mel on stage. They had Curtis Blow on stage, and 
It was like a huge ass party, and then they panned out to the crowd. Guess who's in the crowd? A seventeen or eighteen year old LL Cool J. And LL never seen this footage. He was mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit, like that's crazy." He was like, "I've never seen this." But he was like, "Yo, I knew I was at that party." So he was just saying like what the climate was like around that time, um, you know, about the drug dealing they were doing. But then at the same time, this was really where the rapper dudes really looked up to the drug dealers. Like the drug yeah. dealers like were the guys back then and the, how the whole story of of uh Supreme and Prince tied into um tied into I did a, a episode on him, Lorenzo Fat Cat Nichols. Mm-hmm. Like they used to be in the club with them. So the police kind of associated them together because of that one cop that got killed. In New York, and um, I think it was eighty. No, it wasn't eighty five. Well, anyway, it was in the eighties with his innocent cop. Just mm-hmm. he, like it was his first day on the job. First day on the job, my man got shot in the car, and like that changed policing like forever. Like because of that, that's when they started riding two to a car. They used to didn't have two to a car, but when that cop got shot, they saw did two to a car. But because of what happened to that cop, that's when. Like all the rules chain, they started zeroing in on like we're gonna fuck up everybody who was associated with Lorenzo Fat Cat Nichols and and Supreme the Prince was seen around him because they got pictures with him. So that's when they, you know, made it their duty to really like really get them locked up. You know what I'm saying? So um I ain't gonna get too deep into it because like it sounds like you like dude, it's it's really, really good. Yeah, and, it's so, and like you, you <clears throat> never we never really have Nas in this, you know what I'm saying, this instance. And then, like, he's really talking about, like, Queen, Queensbridge. And because, like, that's where they were. Like, they they reigned yeah, in Queens. Queens yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so Nas seen a lot of this shit, like, growing up. Uh, LL Cool J seen a lot of it mm-hmm. growing up. He interviewed, um, they interviewed, like, a lot of the dudes. And then, you know, Irv Gotti ties completely into this shit because when when supreme got out earth you know what i'm saying brought him on mm-hmm. and earth ended up getting you know what i'm saying his uh day in court they ended up arresting him trying to say that he was laundering money laundering yeah, because that's, a, that's why that movie, murder ink went from murder ink to the ink yeah because um mm-hmm. basically what it was the government tried to say so earth gave supreme fifty thousand to help him do the movie that he did. Mm-hmm. But what the government tried to say was Supreme gave him 50 and he wrote him a check for 50 so he can clean his money. He was like, mm-hmm. he never gave me a check. Like, I mean, he never gave me no cash. He was like, I gave him 50,000 for the movie. Like, mm-hmm. he never gave me anything back. Same and, shit you know, that happened with DJ Drummer. Well, that was, that was copyright infringement, though. And it was it was some money laundering in there too. Yeah, they, yeah. They were right, saying that right. the reason he was able to come up with all that because you know DJ Drama was just doing mixtapes. Yeah, <clears throat> but they were saying the reason he was able to start doing albums and everything was because of the money laundering and stuff. Like it, he had some illegal backing. Yeah, but uh, it's it's really a good doc, man. It was it was three episodes. They had a lot of dudes that was part of the team, and a lot of the dudes that end up doing 10, 15, 12 years and shit like that. They talked to a lot of those guys, and um, 
it was uh it was it was really good, man. It's fucked up what ended up happening to Supreme though, cause like he came mm-hmm. out and he was really on the right page. But then mm-hmm. dude, the whole thing to tie 50 Cent into it. Cause see, this is the thing about 50 Cent, right? Like the way Supreme got something to do with 50 getting shot nine times. Mm-hmm. And basically what it was. Cause you know how Fifty Cent got on. Fifty Cent, what, what, how Fifty Cent blew up was because he was willing to say the shit that other people wouldn't say at the right. time when he was doing mixtapes. Like that's how Fifty Cent is really a troll. He, he's really oh, trolled yeah. his way to the he top. Got a, he got a whole song, um, that he stole from Biggie, the dreams of fucking R and B bitch. Yeah, yeah, he he did yeah. his thing on that. That's, like that was did, one of the ones that got him noticed. And like what he did, like he had a bar that said something about Prem was the, the something and Prince was the killer or some shit like that. And and they was mad because 50 Cent was starting to get, you know what I'm saying, starting to get a name for himself for really mm-hmm. calling out their business. Like, yo, like this street codes, we don't talk. Right. You out here putting this shit on record. Like, and they said that print that Preem got mad and basically sent his dude over there to go shoot 50. So the dude shot 59 times and then but that dude that shot 50 ended up getting killed. Yep. And they was able to, you know what I'm saying, tie Preem into it. And Preem is really locked up <laughs> because of 56. So well, it's it's Preem, it's wild, man. Preem is the reason Preem is also the reason nigga 50 done blew up. Exactly. And 50 will tell you, like, yeah, like, everybody's like, yo, that's how 50 got big. And you know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, but at the same time, you know, to take nine bullets, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and and to fucking shoot up the way that he did. Because don't get me wrong. I think 50, for number one, he's a great writer. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal writer. I think he's a cool rapper. I don't think he's the best rapper. No. But... To, it's to the energy though. Yeah, it's the energy and also being willing to say a lot of the shit that most people won't say. So right. it, it was cool, it was cool for them to throw that in there as well. But uh yeah, man, if y'all into that type of shit, y'all know that I am. You know what I'm saying go watch the uh Supreme Team, it's a showtime documentary. Yeah, man. So um I had to, but you know what I'm saying? I had to I couldn't do one of them. Because we actually gonna be covering that down the line, so I didn't want to throw that out there. But I remember I still got two. Okay. So um today, man, you know what I'm saying? I was at work, I was chilling, and I don't have a what we watching per se. I actually have a special version, man. I got a what we listening to. Now the the joints I'm telling you about actually have video that go along with them, so it's still kind of in the what we watching category. But um, <clears throat> today I uh, listened to uh, season one of To Live and Die in L.A. Now, when I seen this, the only reason I, you know what I'm saying, got into it because I thought it was like Biggie and Pac shit <laughs> because of the lyrics. Um, But that's not what it is at all. This is basically a true crime documentary, um, which is turned into podcast form. But it's about a young girl um, who 
was kidnapped in California and she was an aspiring actress and the journalist <clears throat> is basically trying to figure out what's going on. You know, he's trying to help uh, her friends and everything else figure out what's going on. But come to find out, it's some very sneaky shit going on. So one of her friends or so-called friends is basically lying to the journalists and to the, uh, and to the investigators and everything else. And it's looking like he may have something to do with her disappearance. So I'm only on episode four, so that's as far as I can go. Um, but check that out. It's on all your local. I said local. It's on all your DSPs, and you can also check it out on TenderfootTV.com. You can actually watch it. Um, and then, last but not least, man, the summer '85. I was listening to Brilliant Idiots today, and after I got done listening to Brilliant Idiots, man, I heard Chris Moreau talking about his uh, new. Um, audio book summer 85 that they got with uh kevin hart and charlemagne's new um new footprint in uh with audible which is sbh i'm not telling y'all what sbh mean because i think that's hilarious and stupid and i don't think either one of them are any of those except for the well i don't think they the last part um but anyway uh so basically the summer of 85 is talking about the um the summer 85 in Philly where the government had uh basically bombed a what would be a row house in Philadelphia but it was where the move program was um re- uh where they had resided at and then it also talks about a fun um a fundraiser concert that they had called uh feed africa or live Af- something of, oh uh aid africa or something like that and basically um they had like a a, a multi broadcasted concert and it was one here in philadelphia and it was also one in london at the same time so they were basically in sync with these concerts and it was raising money to help feed the families of Ethiopia because Ethiopia was in famine at the time. Now, the crazy part is, is that when you listen uh, to this audio book or this documentary, you get to learn a bunch of shit was going on. You get to learn that the move program residents was basically in the middle of uh, a black middle class, middle to upper class neighborhood. But the shit that they was doing was like some wild shit. Like the one lady was talking about how they had speakers and shit on the house. And from Monday to fucking Friday, they were playing radio programs that they were recording 24 seven nonstop. And then she was saying like, it was a whole bunch of trash and shit that they were throwing away in their backyard, which was bringing a whole bunch of pestilence and shit. So basically you had all of these houses and then you just had like this one house that was just like causing this fucking disturbance. And what they ended up doing was they had went and talked to the mayor. They had talked to the, you know what I'm saying? The, the local authorities and everything else, but these motherfuckers never did nothing about what these people were doing. 
So basically, it was at one point, I think in like the 70s, a cop had got shot. And I guess that people that was involved in the MOVE program had something to do with it. And when it was all said and done, once they continued to complain, that was a reason that they was able to go in and do what they did with the MOVE program. So basically, they broke it down to it was at least 10,000 or more bullets that went through that house and they also had a bomb drop they they called in the airstrike and dropped a bomb on that house the fire department and the the local authorities didn't do anything to stop it so basically the whole neighborhood ended up being burned down and this is like the second or third time they actually dropped the the government has dropped the bomb on u.s citizens um on u.s territory so when they were describing it or whatever, because of the beef that they was going through back and forth, basically the whole neighborhood got burned down. They FEMA moved these people out and then moved these people back and basically was building like all these shitty ass houses. So these people lost a whole bunch of property. These people lost a whole bunch of um, money and everything else because the houses that they got back weren't worth it. And the crazy part about all this shit was at the time Philly had a black mayor. So all this shit was going on and Philly had a black mayor at the time. And he was a part of the group saying to uh, bomb this house. So it's a crazy story, man. Um, it's it's a, a lot of historical context in there. It's real great. Y'all go listen to that. Also, like I said, man, check out season one of to live and die in LA. It's also a season two that they just put out, but right now I'm starting on, I'm still on season one. When I tell you, man, true crime never gets old. True crime never gets old. I love it. Listen, that that it doesn't, man. Um, yeah, I was listening. He he had a. I like Chris, man. Chris, mm-hmm. he you know he went he went in today on that. So uh, that was definitely that was definitely dope. I'm definitely gonna check that out at some point. On uh, what what? Oh shit! It's on Audible. Audible, Audible. I couldn't think yeah. of the name. Of it. But it's a yeah. it's, it's great. Kevin Hart narrates it, but then they really get into um they really get into it because the son of one of the members is actually um is actually his project, and he brought it to Charlemagne and um I mean not Charlemagne I'm sorry he brought it to Chris and uh Chris brought it to Charlemagne and Kevin Hart and it was like yo let's go ahead and make that happen. So I mean it's it's a great it's a great story because it's crazy how in the same year this happened and then like later on down the line they doing a relief effort for Ethiopia talking about help Africa and y'all just did this shit to black people here on on our turf so um it was it was wild man it was real wild and you get to hear from a lot of people who was around at the time a lot of people who in the, who were in some of these movements um who basically was just you know, they were going through it and describing how not only just Philadelphia was, but how the country was around, you know, what I'm saying the 80s and 85 and shit like that. Um, they talk about how the crack ec- epidemic was hitting and all that shit, too. So, yeah, it's it's um, it's a dope, dope, you know, what I'm saying, Doc, man, check that out. <clears throat> yes, sir, man. I'm, I'm going to get on that at some point, though. <clears throat> that shit. That shit um... It sounded really good. And Chris, Chris, this is the thing about Chris. Chris is a great speaker. Yeah. Like, 
I like that's the way. What, that's really what made me go listen to it. Once he started describing everything, I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get on that. Yes, sir, man. So we gotta uh listen, we gotta get into this, man. Let's do it, man. So today, mm-hmm. man, we have a very, very special movie that we got for you, man. This is one of the only films you're going to find the great Jim Carrey in where he's playing a serious role. I believe he only got like two or three of them. And I believe this was one of his first. Um but the movie is called The Number 23. Very special uh movie to me because it, it it's one of those joints to where it makes you think, you know what I'm saying? It kind of puts me in the vein of how Shutter Island was. You know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. a tad bit. But basically it's about a guy named Walter Sparrow who um, who's you know what I'm saying? He he living the the good life, family man. You know what I'm saying? He got a good job chasing dogs. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to worry about a dog chasing. I mean, you ain't got to worry about chasing the dog. You got to worry about a dog chasing his ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, he ends up seeing this dog. You know what I'm saying? And he's trying to catch this dog or whatever, and he can't get the dog. Kind of makes him late to this uh meeting or not a meeting, but this thing that. His family was doing for him for his birthday. His wife ends up finding his book. She gives him the book um, for his birthday. He ends up reading it, and then he ends up having these weird connections to the book. Um, And what he comes to find out is that the book is written by him. And basically, you know what I'm saying, he finds out about, the life that he had in the past, which basically ends up saying that he, you know what I'm saying, caught a body. True. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, he ends up basically awaiting trial, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, it it was, uh, I think it was dope how they did the ending, though, because mm-hmm. when what you were saying was like when you're raising a child and you're trying to teach them the right things like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong though his wife wrote, wrote for him you know what I'm saying she's a ride or die did she? she yeah she did because she was she really covering it because she moved the body and she was trying to convince him to like yo that's your old past we don't we, we can let this go she moved the body so he would yeah not go to jail right. but his conscience was like, yo, like, I can't do this. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? I got to do this. Well, I mean, so, he was probably making good money. She ain't want to, you know, lose that extra income. I mean, true, but come on, man. Come on, man. Don't do that, man. Like, we, we got a woman that's sitting here willing to, you know what I'm saying? Nah, Go yeah, to she, jail she for your ass. Yeah, man. she definitely got that body up out of there. Yeah, she definitely did, man. And then also at the same time, man, and I was yesterday years old when I found out. That Virginia Madsen mm-hmm. brother is Michael Madsen. That was in all the Quentin Tarantino movies and shit. I had no idea that was brother. That's crazy. I actually I got it right this time. I, I fact checked. You know what I'm okay. saying? I fact checked this time. Up. That's her brother. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. I never knew that. They look absolutely nothing alike. No. But that ain't the point. The point is, yo. This shit's crazy. And I told you how this shit ended up affecting me. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I was so caught up in the wormhole at 23. And, like, this is what people got to understand. Like, 
I know the way that the movie puts it. It's like, yo, you see, you you start to find connections yeah. with the number 23. But then at the same time, if the connections are there, they're there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, like 9-11. I know, I, and I was thinking that I really want to bring this up because I know some people get really, you know what I'm saying, emotional and, you know, when it comes to 9-11 and shit. Mm-hmm. But you put all the numbers together. You know what I'm saying? 9, 11, 2001, 2, and 2 and 1, shit equals 23. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what? Yes. Think about it. So you got 9, 11. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's 21. And 2001. 2, the 2 zeros and 1. So you add those 2 and that 1, it makes it 23. Huh. Nigga, what? So, dude, it's 9 11. Yep. Right? So, 9 plus 11 is 20. Right? Then you got. Is it? No, 21. Nigga, 9 plus 11 is 20. Hold on. Wait a minute. Where is that thing at? I they had it played out here. Where is it? At? I know I lost it. But and then you would have the year twenty twenty one, which would be two plus twenty one equals twenty three. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima, right? Mm-hmm. They dropped it at eight fifteen a.m. Mm-hmm. That equals twenty three. Like, nah, nah. Okay, no, no. no, no. <laughs> what, what was the date? The date they don't have the date down. When they dropped the the bomb on Hiroshima, hold on. Well, I know it was nineteen forty-five because that's when the war started. But um, another thing that equals um nine eleven. Okay, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> so it was between August 6th and August 9th, right? Yeah. So let me see. So Hiroshima was on the 6th. So that would be 8 plus 6 is what? 14? 8 plus 6. Hold on. I'm looking at a lot of numbers right now. Uh, Probably because I found the thing that I'm looking for. But is, it, is that right? I'm not sure. Yeah. 8 plus 6 is 14. Let's see. 14 plus 9 is 30, what, 33, so that don't count. So here it is right here. So 9 plus 11 plus 2 plus 0 plus 0 plus 1 it equals 23. So do do 8 plus 6 plus, what, 19 and then, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Nah, that can't be. Or right. do do eight plus six plus one plus nine plus four plus five. See if you get with that. If that's the equal twenty three, then we got something. Hold on, what did you say? You said eight, eight plus six, six. One, nine, four, and five. That's thirty three, so it still wouldn't match. If it was thirty two. Then it then it would because yeah, it'd be twenty three in reverse. But be um, it's it's just a lot of things like a lot of tragedies like um yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Titanic, 
Mm-hmm. That equals, I think it's the date. Um, that equals 23. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of bombings that ended up equaling 23. Um, they were saying that, you know what I'm saying, we got 23 chromosomes in each part of our bodies. Right. So, like, 23, like, the number holds significance because of, like, you know what I'm saying, Adam and Eve, first, what did they say, had 23 daughters. On the 23rd verse of the chapters of the Genesis, it began to add the creation to close while the 23rd chapter of the book of Genesis uh, dealt the entire with death, named that <laughs> Abraham's wife, Sarah, was the most quoted in... Let me see. Whoa, so, wait the fuck a minute. <laughs> what? Reread that? Uh, okay. So it says, hold on, let me find it. So the Old Testament is widely held that Adam and Eve had 23 daughters. The 23rd, yeah, the 23rd verse of the first chapter of Genesis bring the act of creation to <laughs> to close while the 23rd chapter of the book of Genesis dealt entirely with the death. And it says, namely that hold on, was that the part that you was fucked up about, about 23 daughters? Yeah, man, they had three sons. Well, this says although the Old Testament is not wait a minute. So this was hold on, the Bible does not let the 23rd pass without Current up until it's some significance at the students. I don't know which book this is talking about, but that's what this shit says. Ah, uh, hold on. I think I found something. Is it true that Adam and Eve had 33 sons and 23 daughters? Man, that shit looking like cat, brother. Okay, William Shakespeare was born on the 23rd of April in 1564. He died 52 years old and later on his on his birthday. And then it says that uh, 23 April 1616. So, so they just talk- finding they just finding shit that they can link 23 to. Yeah, like it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of shit, man. Um, That's what I love about conspiracy theories, bro. Them niggas get yeah, creative. they get they get really really creative, man. Um, but as far as the movie though, like I had said to you that this is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. and I can see why. Yeah, because I, I love I love the the obsession is <clears throat> mm-hmm. about it, and then like the conspiracies. Because they yeah. should have really taken it down a wormhole. Like I mentioned on the coming soon, I said that, you know, my son, my first son, because the movie came out in 2007. He was born in October of 2007. And he was born at one at 1.22 a.m. And I was like, yo, 23. I said, it's crazy. I was like, my son was born that fucking. He was born October 23. when? October 4th. So that's uh, what, 2007. That's what, 14? Because October is the. Yeah, he'll, be, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll be 15 this year. No, I'm saying October is the tenth month. Tenth month. So that's well, no. 14, 16. Nigga, <laughs> that's twenty three, bro. That's what, that's what the fuck? Oh no, oh, no. Let me check. Let me double check. October is the tenth month, right? Yes. He was born on the fourth, so, so that's fourteen. Yeah. 
plus two is sixteen, plus seven is twenty three. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> now that's good. I'm with you. That's good, dude. That's crazy. That's and, actually you know good. what? And I think I did that back then too, and I just fucking forgot. But like it was, it was that so crazy. Yeah, and and, dude, and I'm right off of like being like in this wormhole of the number mm-hmm. twenty three. But um, I think it was very creative. I thought the writing was dope. And I I like how they was doing the whole thing of going like back and forth with you know what I'm saying with him reading the book and it's playing the movie out well it's playing his reading out to us mm-hmm. and actually have like the characters just playing like another character I thought that shit was really dope but this movie man this movie was dope as fuck man like it really was hey man you got me thinking about you got me adding numbers in my head so now look let's t- let's t- <laughs> oh this shit is so fun okay look so my birthday is august 5th 1988 so i'm realizing why so much shit in my life has gone to shambles and i'm about to break this down to you conspiracy style right so okay. my birthday is 85 right that's 13 uh-huh 19, 13 plus 1 is 14 plus 9, 23. Right? Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you said 8 and 5. Yep, 13. Okay. Plus That's 1 13. is 14. Plus, plus 9 one. is 23. Plus 9. That is 23. Right. Now listen, <laughs> they say they say that the number 23 appears in all kind of tragedies and all, the, uh, all kind of other shit, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Break it down even further. 88 is also the symbol for Hell Hitler. Okay. So what you telling me you you a 23 Hell Hitler Hitler guy? No, I understand why my life being shambles. <laughs> <laughs> because 23 is somewhere around there, and apparently these fuckers have found a way to make Hitler the number 88. Because H is the eighth letter in the alphabet. So that's the see anytime you see 88 or the number 14, that's a secret, uh <laughs> that's a secret code. And let me you let me tell you what my favorite number is. Just okay. guess. What six? Four, no, 14, bro. Okay. No bullshit. I got a I got a thing sitting right here on the top of my on the top of my doorway that says number 14 and my real name. No bullshit. I get why my life is in shambles now. Numerology has failed me. Yo, that's fucking funny. <sighs> Should have diabolical, man. It it de- it definitely <laughs> it definitely is. But it no, this is it's, it's just jokes, people. Don't take it too seriously. I'm not going to take, you know what I'm saying, all white people and, and do something crazy to them. I don't have the time for that. Um, But what I will say, though, this movie is, you are right, this movie is amazing. Um, Jim Carrey did a great job in this. What I did like was the way that they made the name of the author of this book, Topsy Kretsch. Mm-hmm. That was genius. <laughs> Top secrets. That was genius, bro. When I first seen it, I was like, Top Secrets. And I kept saying, I was like, what? Oh, Top Secrets. I was like, that's nice. That is nice. But it's so crazy, man, because 
as he's reading this, first and foremost, he named the main character Fingerling, which that's a horrible name for a dude. Um, and then he basically snitches on himself throughout this whole book. Well, he definitely does that. But the thing is, if you didn't know about the story, then and then there's no for sure. You would think it was just a fire ass book. But then at the same time, he really started it out to be a uh, suicide, suicide note. Book. Yeah. And then that suicide note ended up turning into a book. And then he wrote the 23rd chapter <laughs> in that room. <laughs> Yo, nigga, come on, bro. Come on. Yo, the first time I seen this, I thought it was so dope when he finished chapter 22 and it went no chapter 23. I was like, nah. <laughs> we ain't doing this. No, Everything is twenty three. You ain't gonna see tell me it ain't no. The fact that my nigga was writing down a suicide note and was like, you know what, this bitch got a fire. <laughs> Kept writing. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's crazy, bro. This nigga turned the suicide note into a fucking novel, bro. Well, it really was. He didn't turn it into a novel. Somebody else did. But the fact that like they took that shit. That he took it that far though, like suicide note is not supposed to be that long. Suicide note is not supposed to be cryptic or nothing. The suicide note is supposed to be like, "Hey man, you know what I'm saying? See y'all later," or you know what I'm saying on some Erica Badu shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we'll be butterflies. Something you know what I'm saying like that. Something poetic. Well, no, I'm gonna tell you what's poetic is that my dude when. When the old girl broke up with him, and he he circled every twenty third letter, mm-hmm. and it said "kill her." Yo, come on, <laughs> yo. And then like they read he uh every twenty third word on every twenty third page mm-hmm. told him what a body was. Yeah, yo, listen, you gotta be like real. That's a into it to do some shit like that though. Yo, that suicide that gotta be the most fires suicide note ever. Yo. Yeah, to- I mean, cause at that point you ain't even gonna look for the body or you know what I'm saying, you ain't gonna be worried about the suicide. You're gonna be too enthralled into this novel. Yeah, and then like nobody's thinking about it. Dude, I guarantee you people really started. See, that's the thing about this movie, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not one of the most talked about movies, but like around this time, like, look, look what it did to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here, I was doing birthdays and shit, and I was like, yo, my son equals 23 on everything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm pretty sure some people started doing some crazy-ass shit, reading dumb-ass books and, like, circling every 23rd page. All okay, types of yeah, shit if, you, like that. if you're doing that, then that don't make sense. Like, because they don't, they don't talk about the number 23 or nothing like that. But, I'm gonna tell you what, though. I do understand them doing that, Cause when I watched the Da Vinci Code for the first time after reading the book, I definitely start going into the Bible and looking up like old religious paintings and shit mm-hmm. to see if I could find like anything like how Ian McKellen <laughs> had that painting where he had it on the on the screen and flipped it over and it was it looked, he said it was Jesus and Mary on it. I was like, but that's fire, bro. I was like, yeah. I started looking through paintings and I was reading. I went through the Bible like twice, all kind of stuff, man. No, that that scene that, that was one of my favorite scenes in that movie mm-hmm. when when he was sitting there showing um uh showing them the Last Supper because see my grandma she had like three different pictures 
of the Last Supper, and she had yeah. one. She had one huge one, mm-hmm. and the other two one was a lot smaller. But like, and I remember like looking at it, and I was like, "Yo, boy, that one on the side of Jesus, boy, do look like a girl, boy." You, well, you know, see some you want to know what's even crazier though? What? People don't even realize that that was painted by Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. Yeah, he was nowhere near alive when Jesus was alive. <laughs> At all. Yo, yo, this dude painted the Mona Lisa, yo. Like he did a lot of shit. But I'm saying, yeah. like, people be like, people be really on that painting. Like, really oh, like he was there and he yeah, painted like, it while they were sitting know, there. Yeah, like you do know Da Vinci was nowhere near alive when this nigga Jesus was alive. Exactly. Like, like <laughs> That shit is like, crazy. He was a he was AD man. He wasn't BC. Facts. You know what I'm like, Facts. Like, you like know, years was, later, like years, years later. Yeah, like people really, yo, that is hilarious. If yeah. somebody told me he sat down and, and painted that shit from life, that is, yo, yo that is I've, I've been I've funny. been waiting all my life for somebody to argue me down about this painting, <laughs> just so I could tell them, my nigga, that paint that was painted by Leonardo da Vinci. This is the same dude that was drawing wings on human beings. Talking about you could fly. Yo, that's too funny. Yeah. That is too funny. But um one of the one of the dope things about this movie, even though you made fun of it, I thought it was dope, <laughs> man. I, I, I did, man, like for her for her to ride for him like that. But I like how they did the whole little flashback thing when he thought it was her. <laughs> and it's like, yo, it couldn't have been her because mm-hmm. it was like, cause my man, oh, what's my man name? That uh, that was her friend. Isaac. Yeah, so Isaac was telling her, what was telling him because he had a conversation mm-hmm. with Isaac where you know he was starting getting crazy, and so he went to have a conversation with him. He was like, well, it has to be somebody that knows you really well, and so then he started going through the shit because like. He was like, and then his wife was like, yo, maybe it's not a he. It could be a woman. He's yeah. like, yo, how would she know about your neighbor that killed themselves? How would she know about you used to read detective books when you was a kid? Because you don't remember anything before that day exactly. that you ran into her there. So, like, I, I think that they wrote that into the movie to, to try to turn the attention to her. Because you know what I'm saying, he had the knife on yeah, her and shit. But see, that's the that's why I said this is this is such a great movie because first and foremost, it's flashing back and forth in between him in the book and then him in real life. And then not only that, the way that like you said, the way that they try to get you to believe that it's her. For that split second when you see that mud on her fingers, you like, ooh. <laughs> Yes. Well, I'm married to crazy broad. <laughs> no, well, you know, I'm gonna tell you what though. From my point of view, when I first saw when mm-hmm. he was uh, about to hit a uh, nasty evil dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I saw <laughs> when I saw the stuff on her hands, I was like, "Yo, she really is riding for this dude." Like okay. she got, she knew what a body was because old dude had told him. Yeah, they was like go to this, go to the uh, psychiatric ward. Yeah, Yeah. and that's what she was able to, you know, I'm saying, because she got the the regular copy of the original, you know, I'm saying, suicide Mm -hmm. note or whatnot. So she was able to figure out like 
where the body was and moved the body because she didn't want him to get arrested for it. First off, well, time out, time out, time out, time out. So her going to the psychiatric ward and then this nigga doing all that, she read that shit fast in the motherfucker. This is true. Because <laughs> they don't because, will never think about said, that part. Because because he said I circle every twenty third word on every twenty third mm-hmm. page, and that's how it told him to go to that that uh that cemetery. And mm-hmm. then he was like, "What like what do you know? It has to be twenty three steps." And then they started yeah. digging at the twenty third step. So yeah, because there wasn't no GPS, she couldn't track him. I didn't know where he was. I so yeah, this is very true. I don't know how she figured it out unless. Unless in those pages there were there were side notes. Yeah, but say so yeah, it had to be something that took because yeah. like, ain't no way she read it that fast and was able yeah. to get to them in time. You know what I'm saying? Right after they leave and then try to come back, ain't nothing there now. Like, come on, fam. Yeah, because if you remember like the transcripts of it, there were side notes on the side. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that 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 dude wrote it in the side notes or either either Walter wrote it or that doctor guy wrote it. Yeah. Okay. One of them wrote it. So can I ask you this, right? Okay. The flinch guy. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I didn't feel sorry for him being in jail. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck was... who the fuck is in the park, sees a knife and picks it up? Well no 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 that wasn't in the park. That was an apartment. Apartment, yeah. Just period. Who who picks up the, the just a random weapon on the floor? That's bloody. Like that's stupid. But then at the same with time, with no gloves, no nothing. Come on, no man. nothing. And then like they kind of arrested him because they really didn't have anything else. But like, well, I mean, shit, you don't need nothing. This motherfucker holding a knife. This is true. <laughs> but this is my thing. Like, who called the police? Like. So you telling me that he called the police and they was like, yo, your hand is on a murder weapon, so you getting arrested for it? And then people have done crazier things. Yo, that's sick. If I was a detective, I'd be like, yo, this shit ain't right. <laughs> like he if called I de- us. If, if I was a detective, <laughs> I'd be like hoping in shut case, like his ass <laughs> up. What are you talking about? The motherfucker had the murder weapon in his hand. What more evidence do we need? <laughs> like detectives pray for for times like that. Yo, listen, man. He was smashing Walter's girl, man. In the, in the, in the, in the, in a, yo. Well, maybe that was just the wood, but I could have swore that looked like that damn graveyard. Like you smashing in the graveyard, my I dad? mean, it, it may have been, but I mean, at the end of the day, why would you pick up the knife? That's I don't give <laughs> damn what they're doing on the side. Fuck all that. <laughs> Why yeah, would you pick up the then? Then she, how, how does she get mad at him and then cut him and then he go off and then end up getting the knife from her and then killing her? Like, See, no, you're supposed to an- keep the knife in your hands, but that's another thing. Well, I mean, if we're talking because this had to be so if the movie was 2007 and mm-hmm. he said that he met her, well, he, he killed her when he was 23 and he was like 40 something, so maybe they didn't. Do that DNA because that means his DNA would be on the knife somewhere or you know or something you know what I mean. The knife his is three sets of fingerprints on there. If he does not, if he just set his ass down somewhere and not went in there and touching shit, 
he'd have been a free man because guess what? It's two sets of fingerprints. We don't know who did what. Then they could have been like, well, maybe, you know what I'm saying? It was an altercation. It was a little struggle. He got the knife from her, and he stabbed her up. Yeah. But then at the same time, let me tell you all something, ladies. All right? This wouldn't happen to me. Let me get this out of here. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But for her to come at him the way she did and be like, crazy. yo, I, I never loved you. And then, like, he put a nice shoe, like, what? You gonna, you gonna stab me? Like, kill me? Hey, y'all keep, tempt- <laughs> y'all keep tempting these dudes. Don't get mad with this motherfucker. Kill your ass for real. You be like, yo, you, you gonna be led? You gonna be led? You know, when they say, like, your brain is still working for like, fucking mm-hmm. like, like five minutes or something like after you die or some shit, mm-hmm. you sitting there thinking to yourself, I told that motherfucker to kill me. He <laughs> 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 like, yeah. be trouble. <laughs> trouble. No, I'm gonna tell you what's even crazier. Like finding out that a nigga is smashing your girl in the woods, my nigga. <laughs> There's no more love after that. There's no more. And then like even the whole thing of like when she was in class, why are you grabbing your professor's hand in the middle of class? Like she obviously uh, don't fuck with you, my guy. Walter, get it together, man. Man, listen, Walter was Walter was a love. fucking simp. Man, listen. Man, you're not gonna, I, we, in, we in class, you're going to flirt with the professor, bitch? Are you getting an A? Because if you ain't getting an A, then... It don't even matter at this point. Nah, if she getting an A, I no. understand why she's flirting. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not getting an A, like, yeah, why, yeah, like am I, why am I giving you this if you ain't giving me an A? That's what I'm saying. You can, like, if you're going to do that, get both of us an A then. Like, I don't care about you flirting with this <laughs> Do what you got to do, but at least get us something out of it. Man... That's crazy, bro. And then the shit that, and then like the things that she liked, yo, was kind of weird. Like, if a girl tell me, act like you got a knife, bitch, fuck wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> you no, mean act like, like I got a knife? That's when, that's when I'm pulling out the Desmond Howard Heisman on her. Uh, excuse me, man. You have to get away from you. Like, what? What, what do like you mean? A knife. How do, how, first off, how do you act like you have a knife? I can see how you can act like you have a gun, <laughs> but how do you act like you have a knife? What type of maneuver is this? Hey, Jim showed us like he did the he did the move, man, with with the hand, like no, I got a knife. <laughs> and then he no. said it. He's like, I got a knife. Yeah, he was I'm just gonna, he, I'm gonna cut you. Yeah, that was that's called confusion. Cause how the fuck do you <laughs> act like you got as you can see, he said it. I got a knife. Yeah, because you look stupid <laughs> as fuck on the fist up in the air. Yo, that shit is crazy. Yo, no, what was crazy was how the son got all involved, man. It's like, I mean, man, you done, man, you done made your son crazy. Yeah, I, I got beef with, with him and Agatha, though. Oh, man, they give it to my me. man Robin. Or Agatha, Robin, Walter, what? I don't get it. Nah, so you ain't peeping game, right? Okay. So, first off, I believe. That everybody in this movie is named after a writer. Okay. Walter. I'm sure it's a nigga named Walter that's an author. Like a like an older author. Okay. Then Agatha, I believe, is Agatha Christie. Okay. And then Robin, I don't know what Robin is, but the fact that that nigga was Sidekicking his dad made me think of Robin from Batman. Yo, 
<laughs> you won't talk about reaching, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just that's what that's what made me think. But I was also thinking of Christopher Robin, since you know what I'm saying Winnie the Pooh was like books. Oh okay. and he was like a little boy, but that's what I was thinking too. But the Walter thing, I'm trying I was trying to think of like I maybe like a I'm trying to think of a Walter. Hold on, let me look it up. Because I'm sure it's a it's a author with Walter in it. Well, I mean, Walter had to be a very popular name. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that it wouldn't be an author named Walter. But going back, this is one of those movies I never mind going back and watching because, like, the thing is, like, this is still one of the move, like, one of those movies where I don't have to. With no, excuse me, let me rephrase that. I don't pick up my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is one of those movies where I can focus in on. And catch those little things that I really didn't catch the last time and all that type shit. And one thing that I noticed, and I guess it's because I am a delivery driver. It's like, yo, when y'all went to get those 23 boxes, did y'all really have to get boxes that fucking big? Yeah, like, that was crazy. Like y'all couldn't get no regular, you know, say eight by ten or whatever, twelve by twelve boxes. And just sat, sat them in there. You have to get those boxes that are that fucking big that take up all that damn space. And then they paid express, yo. You know how much right. money they paid to get empty boxes delivered for somebody to show up. That was that was that was that was nuts. But yo, my man survived that fall. Yo, when they started, like when when they when we found out that it was Walter, right? And oh, shit. Walter Ellis Mosley. Maybe he was named after him. I never thought of that theory that you have right now. That's that's a that's a different one for me. I never, I never really thought about that. But um, oh, but for him to survive that jump and then do for for it to go through your head the way that it did, and then you just like, yo, I'm gonna jump out the window, no hesitation, just jump out the window. And then my man hit the ground and didn't die. And then he go to, yo. I may be on to something. Okay. Robin, it's a it's a American physicist and novelist born in 1940, named Robin Cook, who writes thrillers. <laughs> I, may, I may be on. I'm just saying. I I don't know if it's him. I'm just saying. I may be on to something. But but I thought about that though. Like because first off, the the author of the book, the whole top secret shit, and then they said it was self published. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying. This shit is about a book, of course. But then I got to think, and I'm like, who the fuck would name a character Agatha? Then I got to thinking, well, it's about a book. Maybe it's Agatha Christie. Let's look up, you know what I'm saying? Maybe a Walter. I don't know. But then the, the I mean, who knows, man? <clears throat> uh, I'm just saying it's a it's a possibility. To me, it's, it's one of those things that's likely to name the characters after authors. Uh-huh. Or at least the main characters. Yeah, I see I see what you're saying because this whole movie is based around a book. Right. And 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at that. So it was something that I was thinking about when I was watching it last night, right? Mm-hmm. That one of the most important things, and th- this is why I hate. Okay, right. So I got this thing when I deliver, right? Where mm-hmm. I hate to mess up and have to. Let's say I'm going to an apartment complex, right? And I got 15 apartments. All right. Let's say a box fell behind the shelf or whatever the case may be. So I'm running my route. I find that bitch. Shit. Now I got to go back. I I get so caught up in going back and I think about the time that I have lost and then what end up happening. You know what I'm saying? I get caught by every light. Mm-hmm. I either, you know what I'm saying, get, get to an intersection and can't turn and got to sit there for another light. And then all I can do is like, yo, I've wasted eight minutes of my life going back to deliver something because I made a mistake, right? So I'm yeah. big into that. Like I hate like one day, one day like last week, I left the house without my wallet. And I had to turn around and then I ended up losing like 10 minutes because I forgot my damn wallet. Right. This whole movie is based about, like you said, he got that one call at 459 and mm-hmm. that that lady, I hate to say it, excuse me, I love y'all ladies, but that girl is a bitch. Listen, no it's 459, man. It's 459. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sit there and send my man out there to go get this damn dog because y'all got a call at the last minute. Come on, man. Y'all know y'all could have left that shit for the next day. That Chinese man wouldn't have to deal with that dog. But that's a whole other story. That's but- funny. <laughs> you know what doing. That's fucking hilarious. But to send him out there to go get that dog, and what end up happening is she is waiting for him outside of her store mm-hmm. and end up going into a bookstore and getting the book that broke the whole fucking movie. Yo. And it's all- Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, and I was going to say, it's all because time. Like, if he mm-hmm. never, if he never, and he said it, if I never was mean to her, because he, I guess he used to I don't know. Mm-hmm. He used to treat her a certain way, so she, you know, sent the call out to him because he must have been a bitch to her or whatever, whatnot. Right. And he was just like, maybe, because he said, maybe if I would have treated her better, then maybe she wouldn't have sent me out on that call. And mm-hmm. all because of the way that he treated one person, she screwed him over, and within screwing him over because of the way Nigga that he treated this one in. person, exactly. Nigga got away all, with it. That's what I'm saying. Just that's. Like, like that's life, and I think that people don't really sit back and think about just little shit like that. Cause, like, okay, right? For instance, I told you I go to the interstate, like I commute to work. So I don't remember what happened that day, but let's say, okay, so I forgot my wallet, so I had to turn mm-hmm. around and get my wallet. I got on, I got on eighty five, and it was a fucking wreck, right? But let's say I didn't forget my wallet that day. And I end up passing that spot, and then the wreck happened, mm-hmm. and I never got slowed down. Like yeah. that's basically what it is. I'm like, I think that time, I think that's one thing that people don't really never consider about time because, and then also the way that you treat people. Yeah. Because, yeah. it's it, this movie, this whole movie, like in a nutshell, is about yeah. Fun. All the other shit is yeah. All the other shit is is great, but it really started because. At the end of the day, if you really want to zero it in, 
is because he treated this one person that he worked with bad. Mm-hmm. And she sent him on a job at 459 when he got off at five. Yep. And that made him late to pick up his wife. And in order for her to even see the book was because Walter was late picking her up and she went into a bookstore and grabbed the book. So y'all need to consider the way I treat people mm-hmm. and the way y'all consider time. That's all I want okay, to say. Okay, so I got, I got two things here, right? So okay. my first one is this nigga's a bozo because, you know what I'm saying, he got away with it. And my nigga, first and foremost, the nigga survived a suicide. Nigga jumped off a building and survived. You know what I'm saying? And then ended up turning himself in. So Bozo of the Year award for me. Second, let's talk about Isaac. That nigga's a Bozo too. This nigga (laughs) didn't get this nigga no real help. He told that nigga to continue to read the book. No, (laughs) put the fucking book down, man. This 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 is true, but also Isaac Isaac is a bozo for the simple fact of, dude, you are gonna make yourself an accessory to an old murder because of this dude and this girl. Come on, bro. Like Can if I, she would have told me, if she would have told this all this shit that was going on, the Isaac nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I think he was low key in love with Agatha. Oh man, it ain't no low key. He was doing a lot for Agatha. He was, he was doing, doing, he was doing way too much for Agatha. He was he was uh, this, he was in that he was in that flinch category, man. He was doing this, a lot for man. But this is what tripped <clears> me out <throat> about him. Obviously, you want to be with Agatha. Mm-hmm. Why are you gonna help her move the body? Facts. I'm gonna let them find this body <laughs> so he can go to jail and we can be together. Because that's oh, what he wanted man, at the end of the Bozo's. day. Both of them is bozos. But the crazy part is, is that this nigga was going through the same thing <laughs> twice. Yeah, because he was going through it in the uh in the he um, went through it, killed the first one. This one <laughs> he couldn't kill it, he just turned himself in. This shit is ridiculous. Yo, I'm gonna tell you what got me though. Mm-hmm. What got me was when so he was having the dreams about killing uh killing Agatha and shit, right? Yeah. Yo, when my man woke up and then he seen the, uh, he went to the bathroom, saw the blood on his hands and went back and she was dead. The first time I seen this movie, mm-hmm. yo, well, I thought she was dead for real. But I, ain't gonna I was you. like, oh, shit. I was happy. <laughs> oh, come on, man. I like actors in this movie, I man. Did I did not. I did, man. I did. I did. I, did. I thought, I thought first, the first and foremost, it's her fault that she gave him that fucking book. Oh, come on, man. She didn't have known, man. The not. name of the author was Top Secret. <laughs> Top Secret. Who don't catch on to some shit like that? Obviously, it's only one book in there. Nobody caught on to the author's name. Nothing. The number 23 by a nigga named Topsy Craig. Man, but this is the thing, though. Like, First of all, it's like how many people, but this is the thing, a lot of people could have read the book and it could have been nothing. But I'm pretty sure once they got to the end, like everybody got mad. Like, yo, are you kidding me? Like, this whole book is about the number 23 and there's 22 chapters. Like, well, the shit the that I had beef with was the fact that when she was in the bookstore, you know what I'm saying, she barely got through the book. But when she had the goddamn psychic ward, she read the whole goddamn book. No, 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 that's not true because this is the thing, right? 
So she said that she read like maybe like it was something like two chapters, some shit like that, right? So right. then when Walter went to her when when he, when he got to the second chapter and he was like, yo, like I think this book is about my life or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that like no, because she was like, That book ain't about you, Walter. She was like, Because Finger Link turns into a killer. You ain't never killed anyone. So she finished the book before Walter did. So she must have been reading the book while Walter was at work. Because Walter didn't start and taking the book to work until after the second chapter. Know, we don't know what chapter the Fingerling killed her in, though. He killed her in the 20th. I think like the ain't, 20th, ain't no 20th way. or the 21st chapter. Ain't no way. It had to be before that. No, because no, man, because remember, no, you gotta think about it. He killed in the chapter 22. No, it was chapter 22 because he talked about basically killing her or whatever, whatnot. And then it was saying that he stood outside the window or whatever, and it never said if he jumped or not. Right, because that was because that's the way the book ended. But chapter 23 was on the walls though. Yeah, chapter 23 was on the wall. Right. 22, he said he killed her. And it never said if he killed himself or not because it didn't say if he jumped out the window or not. Yeah, because he, he committed suicide after he killed her. Well, okay. if you if you read the book, you don't know. Because it just said that he just stood outside the window. No, I'm saying as far as the movie going after he oh, killed well, yeah, her. Yeah, as the movie goes. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, this, okay, so, this movie ended like fucking, uh, you, you don't know me. And I'm pissed off about that shit, too. Oh, so, you don't know me was amazing. No, it fucking wasn't. Man, Yo, stop. listen, stop. I'm gonna tell you something. Okay, stop, hold, on, hold on, hold on. You had no idea. You had no idea it was the little sister. You had no, no idea, bro. That's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. This is what I mean. You don't know me, y'all. Listen, great fucking show. Great. Some of the some of the best writing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. I don't like to show oh, me to show me guilty, mm-hmm. and then turn around and show me not guilty. Not guilty. And then and turn then around say, and say, <laughs> and it don't tell you which one. Bruh, listen, cliffhangers, Yo. baby. Listen, you gotta have them. It opens Yo. it up for it opens it up for a whole new season. Let's yes. go. Give me another round of that. I need that, man. That show Yo. is fire. That show is more than fire. Come but on, I'm telling man. you, I was so mad because I know you told me. But I'm sitting there watching it, and they say guilty, and yeah. you like, damn. And then next thing you know, it shows him standing there again. And then it says not guilty, and you like. Yes. But this is this is and what then, I this is what I liked about it though. So when they went guilty, remember he was hugging old girl. Then when they said not guilty, he was sitting in the cell. I had yeah. to go back and rewatch it. And then I caught on to that because I didn't see that. At, I wasn't paying attention to that at first. Then at the end when he's sitting in there actually and then he finally stand up in the end, I'm like, oh, yeah, they got to They got to give us another season. They got to They got to give us another limited run something. bro. we we come on, y'all. Netflix. I know y'all be listening to us, man. Bring it on in, baby. We need another one. Yeah. Great show. But like for a book to end that way. Yeah. Yo, like the regular people who read that book had to be like. Come on, y'all gonna leave me on a cliffhanger? Like, did he jump? Yeah, did he I, not jump. Like, like that's what, the thing what? that that's the thing that pissed me off because okay, remember that the lady, or I mean, not the lady, the person who took it from the from the war is the person who published it, right? That wasn't a lady; it was a guy. 
Yeah, um, that's what I mean. Yeah, the, yeah. So, okay. Well, if they published it, how the fuck they know it was number 23? It's only 22 chapters. You know what? You're right. Because I don't think that doc. Well, this is what. Well, maybe the doctor did know because for him to. So he checked into the hotel room. Mm-hmm. So obviously he broke the window when he jumped out of it. So mm-hmm. they knew which room that he was in and all mm-hmm. of that writing in the wall. What we don't know if that doctor actually was one of the people that went into the room, which he probably wasn't because they probably. That's what, that's what I'm saying. How we even yeah. know the doctor broke the code about every 23rd word. That we don't know. See, that's what I'm saying, man. How's the name gonna of the book gonna be number 23? It's only 22 chapters, and it's by Topsy Crit. Nobody knows this type of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Some of this stuff is cat, man. I don't what? think I don't I don't think that the doctor or somebody from there published it. I think he did that and then killed himself. Wait. No, 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 no. Because this is the thing. When he wrote the book, he I'm sorry, took Walter to Paul Sparrow. But that that doctor was the one that put the top secrets over the name. Remember? Yeah, I know because it was they didn't want nobody to know who it was. Yeah, yeah. So he was the one who at least did that part of it. So the doctor is complicit in this, one hundred percent. But I don't know if the doctor necessarily. Maybe he did. I think the doctor got obsessed with the number twenty three, but just did not know. Maybe he thought that this was the whole purpose of the book. Like the whole thing about twenty three is y'all are. This is the thing. If the book is called the number twenty three, and you're reading mm-hmm. the book, and all this talking about is the number twenty three, well, obviously, consciously in your head, you're gonna start thinking, "Yo, chapter twenty three is gonna." But be the crazy. book ain't talking about the number twenty three. The book is actually talking about dude murdering old girl. But it's it's twenty three stories inside of it though. Like the like the the blonde girl, she was mm-hmm. talking about how her life was ruled by the number twenty three. That's how he even got caught up in the whole. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's thing. right. I forgot about that part. The 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 blondie chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. he's okay. thinking. So anyone <clears throat> logically reading this book is thinking, "Yo, chapter twenty three is going to be crazy." Mm-hmm. And then you open it up, <laughs> like you get to and the it end, no chapter twenty three pages. I want my like, money back. Barnes and Noble, give <laughs> me my shit. Here my receipt. <laughs> and Topsy Craig is a horrible author. And has a stupid name. I'd be mad to the motherfucker at Barnes and Noble, bro. Ooh, you know what to really make you mad? If you bought that motherfucker on Nook or Kindle, uh, you'd be heated. Ain't no return policy, baby. You'd be mad to the motherfucker. One star. Oh, this was a great movie, though, bro. I can't lie, bro. This was an awesome movie, man. You ready for the Fire Flames, bro? Yes, sir. All right, man. I'm going to take the reins on this one, man. Let me tell you something. This was a great movie. Jim Carrey did his thing, bro. It was great to see him in a serious role, especially after all of the uh, comedic stuff that he's done up until this point. Classic comedy joints. And then to see him in this in this lane is was, was shocking. Um, but he did a great job at playing the role. Um, 
the rest of the cast was great as well. But I will say this. It's not too many times, man, you can get a movie like this that will keep you intrigued and that will keep you on the edge of your seat. And they did a great job of doing that. And for that, I'm going 4.5. Good deal, good deal. So for me, like you said, man, you know, to have Jim Carrey play a serious role, that was dope. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it was his first serious role. Yeah, I um, think it was. Virginia Matson, she's uh she's really a diamond in the rough, man. It, apparently it runs in the family. Mm-hmm. So um I think that that was dope. And for this movie to go the way that it did, and this is really like one of the first time I was really sent down a wormhole where this movie really started to affect my life, especially when it comes to my oldest son. But um, <laughs> for this movie to flow the way that it did, for it to be written the way that it did, I gotta give it a five, man. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. give it a five. I'm not. I'm okay. not mad at it. I like the way it was put together. Um. To show the things at the beginning that set the movie up with showing you like, you know, these events that happen like throughout the credits, yeah, like when they're showing you the credits, that was that was dope the way that they put that together. Um, the only, it's not even really a negative thing. I think it's more of a character thing, because what what movies tend to do is they tend to get you in love with a character, and mm-hmm. you start rooting for the character. So I started rooting for Walter. And then as you get to that point where it's like, yo, Walter, man, like, I really want you to get away with this shit because you're not that same person that you was. Like, you you lost complete memory of what happened. And, I, you know, you wanted yeah, him to man, get away with it. Free. Yeah, but then at the same time, it's like, yo, like, there is an innocent person sent behind prison. Um, nope, we, nope, nope, nope. Come on, man. Nope. Well, look... Nigga picked the knife up. I'm not giving him no. I'm not giving him no leeway, bro. Never I, giving that man leeway. He deserved to be behind bars. First off, <laughs> nigga, you see a dead body. You pick up the knife. Get out. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Who are these people that <laughs> that get caught in these dumbass situations? Anywhere I go, I see a dead body. I'm going the other way. This, this is true. What if I'm the killer gonna, was still there? You know what I'm saying? Which he was. He was in the closet. <laughs> I'm just talking about scenarios. What if the killer's still there? Or you don't know what's going on. Maybe maybe the knife didn't kill him. Maybe that knife was used to protect herself. She just ended up getting stabbed with a bigger knife. Or maybe the nigga had a sword. Or, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what the fuck is going on. Get your ass out. If if I come in, not, oh, dead body, close the door, get the fuck out. Oh, no, you're forgetting. So you open the door, dead body, close the door, wipe the door handle down. Come on. No, I'm leaving my shit on there. Yeah, fingerprint. Look, see, they be like, what was you doing there? I opened the door, seen dead body, got out. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that's my alibi. I'm not staying yeah. around for that. I called the police. Hey, man, it's a dead body and such and such and such. I tell the rest of the story. Yeah, I was boning. I was boning that man, girl, apartment, in the apartment, woods. Apartment twenty three. Yeah, yeah. I boned this girl in the woods. She was dead. I closed the door, called the cops. I got out. Fuck that. I'm not standing around for that. I'm damn sure not picking up a fucking knife with blood on it. 
Oh, that man. That shit is stupid. All right, man. So coming soon, man, we got a good one for y'all again. Um, We have the Netflix series Midnight Mass. Um, Midnight Mass was dope. Yo, this this is this was a nice spin on vampires. That and also religion. Um, yeah. I know I know it could be a touchy subject, yeah. but um, I do got a story. I I save it for the pod though. Okay. Um, but like, yeah, like this 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 shit really had me thinking because this, what the story that I have this mm-hmm. end up happening. The because I I ended up finishing that in like that weekend like that Friday and that Saturday I, I killed yeah. this shit and then something happened that Sunday and then something in Sunday happened and it was right after this and I was like yo I am vampire my nigga I would look I'm gonna leave look, I'm gonna leave that cliffhanger right there is I'm I'm gonna say it on the pod but this is the writers from um, Hill House. Hill House oh, okay. was dope. Now they came back with that Blair, not not Blair, uh, Bly Bly House. Bly House was cool. That mm-hmm. wasn't that wasn't as good as Hill House, okay. but um, it's the same writers and like they 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 killed this shit. Well, you better like, get you a sword just in case, bro. Man, you got to turn into blade. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You got vampires and shit in South Carolina, y'all. Oh, this dude right here is stupid. <laughs> you need a whistler. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go find the old white man that can work on shit. You need whistler, man. Yeah, I do need whistler. <laughs> but yeah, man, listen. So, you know what I'm saying? Before the next episode drops, man, get on Netflix. Y'all go watch Midnight Mass. Go check it out. You know what I'm saying? Come back. Um, and then, you know what I'm saying? And listen to us and then hit us up afterwards. But before you do that, man, hit us up on them socials and let us know what you think of the number 23. What do you think of this, uh, some of the stuff we talked about here? And listen, I really want y'all to hit me up, man, and do a little bit of research and see if I was right on these author names for these characters. Cause I think I got something going here. I need y'all. I need y'all to come through for me. Um, the best way to reach us, man. IG and Twitter at ViewAndNonPod. Also, you can check us out on uh, I better say on podcast on Facebook VA Pod Watch Group. Listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> and as far as me, man, um, oh, you can find me on Twitter at Schools Bronson. I got a link tree in the bio. Go to the link tree. You can find me everywhere else. Yes, sir. Y'all can find me at uh, s.foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pie. That is just on IG. Um, also, be looking out for the pie. I got an idea for the next 28 Minutes or Less, so be on the lookout for that next episode. But the, the last episode that's out up to this point is episode uh, 94, where I did uh, The Bone Collector. Um, mm-hmm. I'm one of my top five movies, so go check out that episode on all major platforms. And uh, that's all I got at this point. Cool, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. It's always greatly appreciated. We always need that love and support. And until the next episode, man, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>